As a teen, COVID-19 has really put a strain on my friendship with people. I am an extremely social person and my friends make me who I am. So when we were put into mandatory quarantine, it really hit me hard. Before quarantine, friendships were still hard to manage. Teens everywhere have gone through problems with their relationships with friends. As COVID-19 hit the world, it made it even worse. Having good, strong friendships really affects your mental health. As people weren't able to see their friends during quarantine, it made it extremely hard to get into that good mindset and be happy all the time. Many people, including me, are happiest when they're around their friends. This is what we're here to talk about today on the second episode of Lemonade. Hey guys, I'm Shy, and my guest today is Maya. Hi, I'm Maya. I go to camp with Shy. That's how we know each other. <laughs> um, okay, Maya, how are you? I'm doing well. Um, you know, just doing school, going with the flow. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing good. Sitting online. I had my first asynchronous day at school, which it was kind of weird because I'm so used to like having access to talking to my teachers all the time. So it was a little weird, but it was fine. I got to catch up on a bunch of work and driver's ed. Fine. Are you like? Do you have your permit? Or yeah, in two weeks, and I'm a little bit behind, but it's fine. I'm I'm getting there. They're so boring to do. (laughs) Oh my god! And like I'm taking extensive notes, so it's like a a whole thing. Right. Yeah. I mean, that means you'll just pass the first time. Oh, 100. I hope so. Okay. So Maya, our topic today is COVID 19s effect on friendships. So if you want to like take a little bit of a deeper dive and like why you why this topic is important to you and how it really affected you during this time, it'd be great. Um, yeah, I feel like it's important to me because I feel that I'm someone with a lot of different groups of friends, like spread across different activities that I do. So for example, we have our friends at camp and then my friends at school and then my friends from my youth group and my friends from swimming and my friends from water polo, my friends from track and field, and they're all pretty separate. And so I feel like with quarantine and stuff like that, I've like had to choose which groups are my priorities to stay in contact with and like who in those groups is most important. Cause like you say that you're going to keep in contact with everybody, but it just is so exhausting to like constantly reach out. So you know, even if you don't want to, you do kind of cut down on who you're in contact with. Sorry. Oh, yeah, Yeah. I totally agree with that. And everybody knows that I have so many different groups of friends, just like you said. And it's definitely we're definitely going to go into it a little bit later. But I really realized who like the people who are so important to me are and like who like, I really need and the people who I don't. And I think in the end, it, it was kind of a almost a good thing. Because later on, I would have realized that, like, I wasted my, like, friendship on them or something like that. Okay, so I put out a few polls asking questions. And one of them was how COVID-19 has affected your relationship with people who live near you. Because most of my friends live really close to me, but I also have friends who live really far away including Maya, like I've not seen her in two years almost, which is really, really sad. Um, 
And we'll go into Friends Who Live Far Away later, but here are some of the responses that I think we could talk about and dive into because I think they're really interesting and they're definitely something that I've dealt with or maybe something that I've heard about other people deal with. So I'll read a few off. Okay, so I have lost friendships with my closest best friends because we didn't get to see each other and we bond the most when we're in person. So my one yeah. I mean, that's definitely a really big thing. And I think I always bring it back to like camp stuff. But I think that's <laughs> it's always about like, camp. <laughs> yeah. I mean, both of us live farther from where like the most people who go to camp live. Um, so, and we also experience that like you just do bond more when you're in person, you have deeper conversations and like, it's really hard to do that online. So, I mean, I would definitely agree. I don't think I've, lost my closest friends but I think there maybe has been a little bit of like a disconnect or drift at some points during the quarantine I totally agree with that and I think that I don't think I think I've maybe lost a few friendships from school and from other places but they weren't my best friends and I'm real I realize that now in quarantine that I maybe thought they were like my best friend and like Oh, like we talked all the time, but like we, there's some people that I haven't talked to since the beginning of quarantine and, and it's just, it, it happens and it's so hard and it affects teens so much. And at the beginning of quarantine, it was, it was really bad for me and it definitely, again, it affected my mental health a lot and, but I'm here now and I have my closest friends and I've made new friends and we have a lot of technology now that we're able to stay connected and we're going to go into that later on, but yeah. So I'm going to move on to the next one, which I definitely agree with. And this one really resonates with me. So this person said, I lost touch with some of my friends because I guess I was only a quotation mark school friend. So yeah. 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 Um, yeah, sorry. Um, that's definitely like a big thing. And I think that we can take it really personally sometimes, but you also have to realize that you kind of, um, you know, subconsciously do the same thing to other people, whether you realize it or not. I mean, you're just friends with some people because of the circumstances that you're in. And that's why you communicate so often. Like, as you said, you know, you thought some people were your best friends because you talked every day, but you just talked every day because you went to school together, played a sport together, whatever. So I think it's hard to realize like who prioritizes you for your friendship and who prioritizes you just, you know, not necessarily prioritizes you, but just likes being in contact with you when it's convenient, which isn't always a horrible thing. I think we all do it, but it can definitely feel bad if you didn't feel the same way about them. Oh, yeah. Um, I think a really great example about school friends and is people that you're in classes with because you're in a class with them, you're sitting next to them and you're doing work, you're asking questions, you get their number, you text about school and you realize that's all you're talking about. You're only talking about class and you're only talking about school and like I had like a friend in each of my classes like that I knew I could go to and I could ask questions and they could ask me but like there's a few of those people that I have stayed in contact with and I'm really glad I did, but a lot of them I did not. And I realized that 
they were only a school friend to me too. Yeah. And it's a little bit hard to think about, but it happens. And again, like you said it perfectly, it's something you don't, you feel like it's so rude when somebody does it to you, but you're totally doing it and it's kind of annoying, but it's, it's like, it happens to everybody and it's annoying, but yeah. I definitely have like my core group of friends at school and like, we're like super tight and like we talk all the time. We may, some of them I don't talk to on a daily basis, but when we do talk, we can talk for hours and hours and hours on end, which is really great. Okay, I'm gonna move on to the next one. So this person said, I have created a bubble with some people who live near me. It's a safe group and I know I can trust them. Yeah, I think that's important if you are seeing people that you are honest with each other about what you're doing and who you're seeing because, you know, I've heard stories of some of my friends who I haven't been seeing who thought that they were in a bubble with someone, but it turns out, you know, they were hanging out with other people and uh, it's just important to be able to trust the people in your bubble, which, you know, it's probably because the people in your bubble are also your very closest friends. Mm -hmm. So I think it's a good idea um, to do that and just to trust each other to be safe. Yeah, totally. Um, I am in a bubble lately. We haven't really been seeing each other just because of school and the numbers got really high and we've been taking a break, but it was more towards the ends of summer. And um, a few months ago, we, I knew I could trust them and it was a great place and we definitely got a lot of hate and people were like, oh, you're seeing so many different people, but that's all they think about when they see people seeing other people. They don't even realize that it's the same people and our families are friends and our families are seeing each other and we've just, we created this bubble and we know it's a safe place because we can trust each other and I personally think that it's important, especially for me, like, I need to see people. Like, it's so hard that I haven't been able to see, like, my friends that live in L.A., my friends that live in the Bay Area, Maya. <laughs> and even in New York. I have one in New York. <laughs> I love Jed. <laughs> but it's, I need to, like, I love FaceTiming my friends, and I love Zoom sometimes, but it, like, I need that in-person contact, and that's so important towards my mental health. And being in that bubble really helped me. And it, I think it definitely got me through these past few months. I don't think I, I don't know what I would have done without that group of people. And I love them. So if you're listening, ah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so this is the last one for this question. So I think this is really important. And I know this happened to a lot of people. But it's kind of just like people who moved or they went to a new school and they started that school on Zoom. And that must have been so hard for people. So would you like to? Yeah, wow. I cannot imagine how difficult that would be. I do um, have contact with one or two um, people in the freshman class this year. And I guess they've kind of been experiencing a little bit of that. But yeah. Wow, like I couldn't imagine how hard that would be. I mean, I hope that this person is still able to have contact with people from their other school, but yeah, that's really tough. No, it's it's definitely something because you can't like 
go like study with your friend or you can't you have no one in your classes to turn to and even these teachers are newer to you and it's it's scary going to school for the like going to a new school like anyways in person like after my middle school that I went to started in sixth grade and ended in eighth grade but my elementary school ended in sixth grade so I came in seventh grade to my middle school and everybody was friends and I felt so like it was the school that I was going to but I felt like a new student like I didn't have any friends and it's scary but I could never imagine doing it online and it's something that it like makes me nervous I don't know yeah. I want to give people hugs yeah <laughs> It's really sad to hear, but I just hope that that person, like, has a group of friends outside of their new school. Yeah, same. And I, like, this is totally anonymous. I don't know who this is. Sometimes I wish it was, but I want people to be totally open when I do these polls. So I keep it anonymous, but sometimes I just want to, like, know who they are so I can, like, text them and be like, hey. <laughs> yeah, Definitely. Okay, so this is something that me and Maya can talk about is our friends who live far away. And <laughs> <laughs> it's so sad. Like, I will go in a little bit of a deeper dive after we go over some of these statements. But um, COVID-19 has affected people and families and friends just like that. Like, especially I have family in Israel and I have family in New York and I have family in who knows where they are anymore but it's so hard to see them and it definitely like FaceTime really isn't enough anymore like I was lucky to be able to go see my grandparents on Thanksgiving and have like a socially distanced Thanksgiving which was so nice but it's it's hard to be yeah, with your grandparents like that okay so I'm gonna go to the first one which is a really sad one but my best friend since birth lives really far away from me and she was supposed to come visit, but COVID-19 kept that from happening. Yeah, I can definitely relate to this one. Um, maybe not on that like extreme level, but mm -hmm. I was supposed to go see some of our friends in LA in December, but obviously that was kind of like the peak of COVID. So yeah, yeah. You know, just stay safe and not do that. But yeah, it's definitely, like, really hard, especially if it's your best friend. Like, like you just said, Shai, like, FaceTime just isn't enough to, like, you know, have that deep connection. Yeah. Um, I have a best friend that I have had from birth. Her name is Eliana, and she lives in L.A., and we were supposed to go on a trip together in December, and... We were super excited. We were going to be able to see each other. We were all going to get COVID tests. It was going to be great. And then the place shut down. And it was so hard. Luckily, I've been able to see her a few times at the front of her house, walking around her neighborhood. But it's like driving up to <laughs> Calabasas is such a pain in the butt. <laughs> and... um. I love her, but it's very hard to keep in touch. We're, we both have such busy schedules, and it's really, really, really hard. But we're lucky that our families are super close. Yeah, that's definitely helpful. 
Okay, I am going, okay, this is going to kind of go off what I said. Someone said, I'm not able to talk to any of my friends because we are occupied with different things. Yeah, I think that's really hard. Um, and that's kind of where like narrowing down your circles like comes in yeah. because it's impossible to keep in contact with every single person that you were in contact before because like we said earlier, like some people were just built into your day, essentially. Um, yeah. I think if you're having trouble, I know some of my other friends and their friend groups, you know, have gotten into fights and some people aren't like available to talk. And I think it's important to just tell your friends like what's going on in your life and just telling them, you know, this week is going to be busy, so I won't be able to call as much and just like make it a point to schedule time to be together. Yeah, going off of that, like, now that extracurriculars are coming back, I look at my calendar and I am booked. Like, uh, yesterday I had three Zoom calls from, like, 8.30 in the morning to, like, 8.30 at night. It was Zoom calls all day. It was horrible. I was so tired. My eyes hurt. Like, I couldn't even, like, do driver's ed that night. It was just a pain. And I think that it's it's really hard on people especially now that school is like really full in session like people are starting their second semester so new classes well at least for me I have a weird school schedule but uh yeah and like me and my friends the really we talk at like 12 p.m like that's the only time we get to talk and like it may have messed up my sleep schedule but I really don't care like like my best conversations are at like one in the morning on a school night with my friend just talking and it's the only time I get because I'm like booked and it's hard because maybe you'll have this little bit of time but they're they have a call during that time and it's yeah oh, I mean it's especially crazy. the bigger the friend group gets the less amount of time that you guys have in common to like get together oh 100 percent. yeah mm-hmm yeah mm-hmm okay so let's go to the next one. Okay, so I think this might have been from the same person who talked about them going to a new school. Um, I'm not able to make new friends at school because it's been hard. Which I think, how do you make friends over Zoom? Like, especially in like a big class like that, like how does that work? Like, oh, I don't know. Like, I don't even, like, talk to people on my Zoom calls unless I'm put in a breakout room and forced to. Yeah, I I don't, I have no idea. I've definitely, like, started talking to a little bit friends that I've had in the past because we've had classes in common and, like, yeah. had crazy teachers that we need to deal with. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's tough. I have not been able to make any new friends over Zoom. The only way I've done that is to um from water polo and stuff as we start going back to the pool I've made some friends but yeah I I, don't, I just don't see how like that could you know be something to do at least easily yeah it's I really again like what you said I totally like if I had a friend that was in my math class a year ago and they're they're in my class again it's it's kind of nice because I kind of have someone that I I know I can go to and they remember me but it's I have not made any new friends over zoom so I'm very s sorry to the people who are new again at their school it 
seems so tough and I hope that now you have been able to make some friends. <laughs> okay, so this person talked about how they're able to become closer with their friends far away because they have time to play video games and stay in contact with them. Yeah, I'm not much of a video game person. Same. But I, do I don't know anything. Yeah. <laughs> I know a lot of my friends, like, have discords and stuff or, like, play Minecraft together and stuff like that. But that's just not me. I just kind of do, like, the regular FaceTime stuff. But honestly, like, I know that that's how a lot of people have been able to bond. And, like, if you can find it in that, then that's wonderful, like you should keep doing that. Yeah, you should try any way you can to stay in contact with people. Like, my brother, Eitan, got a Xbox during quarantine or at the beginning before it, and it has really helped him stay connected with his friends. Like, he's calling my cousin in New York to play video games and FaceTime, and it's because they never talked. They would have never talked if it wasn't for that, and I see it, and it helps him, and I think it's great. It's definitely not something that I do. I tried playing Among Us once. <laughs> I'm so bad. Like, I was the imposter, and I didn't know what to do. It's, like, not my thing. People know that about me. <laughs> but, yeah, it's... You find your ways to do it, and you gotta do whatever it takes. Yeah, definitely. Okay, so... We're going to talk about this little thing called Camp Rama. Oh, my so, little heart. <laughs> Camp Rama, a little backstory, is a sleepaway camp in Ojai that I personally have been going to for seven years in person. <laughs> yeah, last year would have been my six. Oh, so my, I, I know. Me and Maya are definitely some of the OGs. And sure. for us, camp is our home. And nobody really understands it, but the people who go, it's, we go for a month, which seems crazy, but it goes by so quickly. And due to COVID, we were not able to go last summer, which was very hard on us. There was a lot of tears. There was a lot of FaceTime calls. I tried online camp was not it for me. <laughs> I didn't go to that. I just thought it would be more depressing. <laughs> <laughs> I went to the first few, but it was, it's fine. Um, I think that my camp friends are some of my best friends in the entire world. And they, some of them live really close to me. And some of them live across the United States or across yes. my state, like my, <laughs> but it's, definitely taken a toll on some of my friendships at camp and we are hoping and hoping and praying that we can go this summer because it is our last chance to go as campers which is very hard we have been looking forward to this year since I went as a chanich <laughs> in our first year yeah um it's crazy that it got canceled and like you said like it's our home and the people there are like your family honestly they're your closest friends mm -hmm. and it's just especially hard to be away from them because a lot of them live in LA so they oh, can yeah. just All each other to go to school <laughs> but you know you and I live hours and hours away so it's <laughs> yeah it's really hard 
Yeah, it's been really difficult. I have seen a few people from camp when they come down to San Diego and we go on, I don't know, a picnic outside. It's definitely not the same. Like, the best feeling in the world is getting to camp and hugging your friends. Maya Every usually time. comes late, but it's fine. <laughs> you come three hours late after lunch. <laughs> A little more fun. <laughs> well, you get like everybody hugging you, but it's fine. It's, exactly, exactly. If they don't let me hug people on the first day, um, I'm throwing some punches. Like, I'm, I'll crap. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean, I did go down to LA in October before COVID got like really, really bad. Um, and I stayed with our friend Natalie, and oh, our friend Natalie. Jed also came. So it was kind of the three of us, and. We're able to see a few of our friends, but obviously it's like not the same. And we were social distance with the people other than those who like live in Natalie's house at that time. So, um, yeah, I mean, we do what we can and I'm just hoping that camp will be able to happen and maybe I can go to LA again before, but yeah, I'll yeah I mean, like we said <laughs> in the beginning, like there's just something that FaceTime like won't ever be able to like reproduce about just being with people and being able to like hug them and just be close to them while you're talking. Yes, for people who have not gone to Ramah, you know that you wouldn't know actually that we lay <laughs> on top of each other all the time and we take naps on a hill and um, we uh. <laughs> sit and we talk and it sounds boring because we don't have our phones but it is the most exciting thing and so much happens in one month that it's absolutely insane and I think that those friendships I know are gonna stick with me for the rest of my life and it's really hard that you're not able to see people for two years like two years yeah. Maya that's crazy I like I can't like fathom like going back people will have changed so much and like be so tall and like not I'm, me I'm not, I'm not ready for <laughs> I mean I'm ready but I'm not ready I haven't grown since you last saw me so you're good okay I haven't either <laughs> I know it's it's really hard and um it's definitely something that I'm going to go into more detail in another podcast I can we can talk about camp for hours and hours and okay, hours on end we have so many stories and we're gonna I'm gonna share a little tip that I do at camp that really helps on Zoom. Okay, so okay. I know personally during quarantine I've lost a lot of friendships. People that I thought were my best friends I haven't talked to in months. So I talked to some people who have lost a few friendships over quarantine and what that made them realize. So I'm gonna go into some of those points and then we will talk about it so one person said it has been really difficult to recognize some of the friendship losses as well as friends who i'm growing distant from from other choices during this time that do not align very well with mine so i think what this person is really pointing out which i think is super important is that we all have our own views on what we think about COVID and socially distancing. I know that there are days where I don't want to see people because I'm nervous about the numbers and I hear all these stories. And there's other days where I just don't care and I just want to see my friends. And I think we definitely see other people on social media all the time with big groups of people. And 
they may be people that we're really close with or they may not, but it's really hard to see that. And you want to be with them, but again, you don't because you want to be safe. So it's that like really hard like push and pull. And I know a lot of people have lost friendships because people don't believe in the same thing when it comes to COVID and stuff. Yeah, I mean, it's tough because how like how do you line up your morals with someone who just, you know, isn't being cautious and like what does that implicate about, you know, their morals, I guess, as a person. So that's definitely something that's been brought up in a way that wouldn't have been if it wasn't for this pandemic. Mm -hmm. Totally agree. And I think, again, it also comes from the parents and what also what the parents believe in, because a lot of kids some kids don't, but a lot of kids go off of what their parents believe. I know, oh, definitely. I know some kids definitely don't, and they don't listen, but it's fine. They can <laughs> deal with that on their own. And I think other people I know have learned from their mistakes, and they have learned that it's not safe. And I think, again, I think it's important that they go out and they learn that they they go out excited, but when they're out, they don't feel safe and they realize that, like, that's not what they want to do. And I think it's something that clicks and then they'll begin to kind of reel it back and be a bit more safe is what I hope. Yes, hopefully. Hopefully. <laughs> like, especially, especially guys in L.A. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. L.A. is crazy right now. Crazy. Ugh. Okay, so another person said, losing some friendships was really difficult on me, and it made the longing for what once was even stronger and more harsh. Yeah, I think it's hard, and I think that the way that I've looked at this is that, obviously, I don't know what this person's situation is, but I think with people I've kind of lost a little bit of contact with, I don't look at it as if I've lost their friendship. I kind of look at it as it's on pause for now because of these circumstances. I feel like if you click with someone really well in person and you guys are able to like have a good time, then there's no reason why you shouldn't just be able to pick up where you left off. When things open back up again, obviously that's much easier said than done, but I think- it's helpful to look at it that way instead of that you lost this person forever because I don't really think that that's almost ever the case. I don't think you ever lose someone forever and especially not now. So I think, you know, easier said than done, but just look at it as more of a pause rather than a complete end. Yeah, I totally didn't think about it like that, but I think you made a really great point. And I think people need to think about that because it's you're telling yourself oh I lost this friendship I'm never gonna talk to them again like blah 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 and that's really putting you down because you feel like you did something wrong but you didn't it's COVID did something wrong like they're the (laughs) wrong people like wrong disease like it's the disease not us like I think that there'll definitely be some people that I probably won't talk to again which is fine But I think that some people that I definitely, again, like you said, on pause with, and that's okay, and it's not a bad thing, and we're learning about ourselves in different ways, and I think it's important that maybe you're on pause with some people, but you become closer with others, because I think that's really important, that 
maybe you're losing a friendship here, but you're gaining a friendship with someone else, or you're becoming closer with someone you haven't been that close with, which I think is a really great way to look at it. Maybe you're losing something, but you're gaining something instead. That's a really great perspective. I definitely agree with that. <laughs> okay, so I think this is a really hard one, but I think it definitely happened to some people that I know, and this person said... The loss of friends was very hard on me, and I realized I only have one or two true friends. Yeah, um, I think that's really hard because, like we said in the beginning, like, there's some people that you're just kind of communicating with because it's convenient at the time, and, you know, maybe someone was communicating with you because it was convenient for them, but you felt that they were a priority. And now because of these situations, like that um, level of intention with your relationship has come to light and that can be really hurtful. And I think it's just important to remember that if someone doesn't want to put into a relationship with you, if someone isn't going to give you the same energy back, it's, Again, easier said than done, but it's not really someone that you want sticking around anyway. And it doesn't mean they're a bad person. It just means that they're not good for you at that time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that kind of brings me into this next person who said, which I think is really great. And this person said, I realized that I found the people who care about me and who don't. As a result of losing friends that don't check up on me or ask to hang out, it made me get closer with the people that make me truly happy. And I think that this also goes with what I was saying about gaining that friendship. You realize who the, the most important people in your life are, and I think that's so special, and I definitely have as well. I realize that people that I didn't think that were as that important to me are so important to me and bring the biggest impact. And the people that I thought were important to me, I haven't talked to in a really long time. And that's totally okay. You need those core people to keep you going. And you may not realize that you have them, but you do. Everybody has those core people or a few core people. And it's it's really important and I think you guys should kind of think about it a little bit and really just like be thankful and grateful for those people who accept you and just really love you for who you are and I think it's really important that you kind of think about it and thank them most definitely yeah okay um we have a few more so this kind of goes off the same thing this person said the friendships I lost, for the most part, better me. I realize my values of the person and a friend who shouldn't be taking advantage of me. And, and that simple fact weeded out a couple ex-friends. So I think it's okay to kind of really think back at those people who didn't value who you were and didn't really, like, really need the, your friendship, like, you really should only give kindness and friendship to the people who will give it back to you. And I definitely realized that later on in life, I would be nice to every single person I met. And yes, that you would. <laughs> definitely backlash sometimes. But 
doing that also helped me meet some of my best friends in the entire world. Like, people who met, like, when I see people for the first time, especially when I was little, I'll be like, Hi, my name is Shy, and I'm your best friend now, and we're going to be best friends. Me too. <laughs> probably said that to Maya once. Probably, I think so. And I think that I've realized that I should only be giving, like, all my love and affection to the people that I know will again give it back to me and I think that's important for other people to realize and I definitely realize that a lot over quarantine yeah I think um also just the fact that we've been here for almost a year and we've (laughs) (laughs) I mean we've grown a lot as people not only because of the span of time but just how much time we've been able to have to ourselves and I think that even if it's not even if a friendship ends, not because someone is not putting in effort or something like that, but just because you realize that you aren't compatible with that person because you realized who you really are, that's totally okay too. And um, I think that's something that a lot of people are going through as they realize who they are and what they value most. Yeah, mm-hmm. I totally agree with that. And I think um, what all these people are saying, they're, they may be negative, but some of them are really positive and it really should be something you should think about a lot and something you guys should just just take a second to think about it because I think about it a lot now that I've heard these and this podcast has really helped me learn some new things about myself and learn some new things about other people which I think is great okay so this is the last point for this question so this person said It made me realize that I don't need a whole bunch of friends, just a small group who really cares. And I think this really resonates with me because I used to think that I needed a group of friends for everything I did. I used to think I needed a group of friends for this sport and I needed a group of friends for this event and this and this and this and this. But I've definitely, quarantine has definitely narrowed down my group of friends in each thing and maybe I don't really have friends in that like event or activity and that's totally fine and I have my smaller groups and I'm totally happy with that and I think it's also helped me be able to stay in contact with more of them because I don't have so many people to like manage yeah exactly I think there's people that you just are friends with because they're really fun to hang out with and when you can't hang out with them you know there's not necessarily much substance left in that relationship which is totally fine I think not all friendships need to be super deep and meaningful, but yeah, I think during these times, you definitely want to just hold on to the ones that are deep and meaningful. And I think that's totally valid and honestly a good strategy for being able to keep in touch with people. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to move into our last thing for our podcast today. So at the end of all my podcasts, (laughs) I really like to give some tips and tricks on what we're talking about and how to help you guys and how to help me and Maya. So I asked a few people and these are also a few things that I've done uh, to help stay in contact with people. And it is so extremely important to do so. And again, it's hard and it takes up time, but you need to do it. (laughs) It will make you so happy. I love talking to people. If you could not tell, that's why I'm doing this, so I can talk to people. Yes, I 
think the, the list that you have here, do you want to read it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll read off a few. We'll go into a few of them. <laughs> My last one's really great. I'm really excited about it. <laughs> I love my last one. It's perfect. FaceTime. FaceTime is the best tool. FaceTime all the time. I FaceTime every day. Yes, I used to be someone who was like, don't call me, just text me. Like, I hated calling people, but I think, like, as you know, I kind of just keep in contact mostly with my closest friends. There's definitely people who I FaceTime like every other day. And then there's face people that I FaceTime like once every other week, you know, just spread it out. And I think with FaceTime, it's important to, if it's someone who you're losing contact with and you feel like you want to keep contact with, I think it's important to schedule your FaceTime calls. And it sounds a little bit silly because FaceTime is like more casual, but I think it's important to schedule that if you guys are kind of slipping out of contact. I totally disagree with you about texting. I love calling people. I always have. <laughs> I love pe like listening to people's voices. Text is so annoying. Snapchat is so annoying. I hate people who only message on Snapchat. It annoys me so much. <laughs> but... I love FaceTiming people. My friends know that. Like, I call some of my friends every day. It may be, like, a two-minute FaceTime, but it's like, hey, how was your day? How are you doing? Like, it's so important to have even it's. it doesn't need to be, like, an hour-long FaceTime call. It can be two minutes, like, just checking in on each other. Like, are you good? Like, you didn't seem okay yesterday. How are you doing today? Stuff like that. And, like, it's fine to text, but I'd rather listen to people's voices. I'm so old school like that. Yeah, I mean, I've definitely started feeling the same way since all of this. So mm -hmm. I feel like FaceTime and even, like, voice messages are just, like... Oh, I do better. voice messages a lot, too. We yeah. love voice we, we do. Me and my friends do, like, singing battles. It's, it's really fun. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, like, finish the lyrics of the song. It's really great. Okay, so the next one I have, I've definitely done at the beginning of the year, but I have not done it recently, which are study dates with people in your classes. And um, school is hard, especially online. Um, we're sophomores, so college is definitely on our parents' minds. <laughs> it's really not on mine right now, but it's getting there. And uh, being able to be studying with your friends I think is really great you may not actually be studying you may just be doing your homework and talking which is totally great because yeah I love doing that um <laughs> I have one friend in particular who our entire schedule is pretty much the same which is crazy oh, you're so like lucky 500 kids in my grade so I don't understand how that happened but we we're already friends to begin with and we kind of just hop on zoom once a week and just get done what we haven't gotten done and just Sometimes we don't even talk about the homework. Like you said, we just talk and catch up on our lives. And I think it's really important to do that if it's on Zoom or if you're able to go to like a coffee shop or something and sit outside. Yeah, get outside, guys. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's crazy. I was talking about at the beginning, I'm doing asynchronous now and I have a few friends in my neighborhood who, by the way, like we've all lived here our entire lives and... Like, last year, we realized that we all live near each other, which is insane. And <laughs> we are going to be planning, since we have asynchronous on Friday, like, lunches. There's a park near our house, so we can have a little picnic. And I think it's so great that we're able to do that. We, we don't have any classes together, but it's fine. And I think you're also being productive, like, which is 
great. <laughs> yeah, and it helps you motivate to do schoolwork when, you know, a lot of us have zero motivation to do that, which I totally understand. So if you have someone <laughs> to just do it with you, it helps you through it. I even call people from camp, <laughs> like, while I'm doing I my homework. I should do that. I think I'm It's great. No, like, it's... I hate doing my homework sometimes after <laughs> being on Zoom for so long. Like, I just picked up my 250-page zoology learning book that I'm doing this Wonderful. semester, and it <laughs> seems horrible, and it's so big and scary, and I know that I'm going to be FaceTiming my friends. Yeah, I think that's a great idea, even people who you don't have classes with. Yeah. Okay, here's another one, which I tried but did not follow through with is sending letters and gifts to people. <laughs> yeah, so I've done both of these things. I think in like June when school got out, <laughs> I had like a couple weeks where I had nothing to do. So I think I wrote like 10 letters and a few people sent them back. And it's just a night, even if you have nothing to write about, like it's exciting to look forward to getting a letter in the mail or I love getting mail. It's my favorite thing. Oh, I love getting mail. Okay, I'm going to send you a letter after this. Oh, my um, God, I'm so excited. Yeah. Pen pals. I definitely... I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it tomorrow. I'm so but, excited. Um, I can't wait. I'll give you my address. Okay. Um, yeah. I, <laughs> I tried sending a letter to a friend, and then it got sent back to me. So I, just, <laughs> I stopped trying after that. And I definitely have sent a few gifts. Most of them are birthday gifts, but one of them was very spontaneous. And it was just something that I found and I knew it would make my friend really happy. But talking about mail, I once I order something on Amazon, I track it until it comes to my house. Oh, same. When I get my Urban Outfitters order and, like, track it through the week, <laughs> so much fun. I, I love it. Same with Etsy. I get a lot of stuff yeah, on there. Definitely. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. I'm going to move on to the next one. Um, playing games online. So <laughs> as... A professional gamer just kidding <laughs> I don't play games online but I think it's something that people who are really into that it has helped them and I know I talked about my brother before I have a, a good group of friends who do it as well and never there because I don't play games but it's it's definitely something especially ones that you're able to talk to people I think is super important yeah I think that's a great idea. If you already are playing video games, might as well do it with your friends. Yeah, too. might as well talk to people while doing it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here's one that I have done, which is so fun. and Everybody kind of knows about it, but it's a Netflix party or something around the lines of being able to watch a movie with your friends. And sometimes we just have a movie on in the background and we'll just, like, talk. but Or we'll watch the movie and we'll, like, send funny jokes about it in the chat. But... It's definitely something that everybody should do if you haven't done it, but I bet everybody's done it. But it's so fun, and we have movie nights, and it's great. Yeah, I mean, I did, with a couple of our friends from camp, we did, like, an office watch party a couple mm. of times, and so it's good. just really fun to, like, be able to joke around in the little chat box. So, yeah, Netflix party is great, although it's called Teleparty now, which I don't like that. Oh, yeah, but, I saw you know, that. It's fine. Me and my friends will watch Barbie Life in the Dream House. If you guys haven't watched that, it's on Netflix. It's a That's really, such a good show. really great show, like, super deep, dark show. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> okay, here is something me and Maya have done before. It is called a DMC. If you don't know what DMC stands for, it is Deep Meaningful Conversation. And these are the best. Tears are shed. 
camp. Laughs like, are camp. made. Yes, they happen at camp all the time. On the hill I was talking about. And that is something that I think is so important. And lately, me and my friends have made lists of really deep questions that we found. And we'll talk about them. And those are my best FaceTime calls. And they're great. And we have great conversations. And there is this game called We're Not Really Strangers. And it's a, kind of like a card question game. And it just has a bunch of deep questions. And it's so cool. And I don't have the actual game, but I, like, found questions on it. And it's great. Yeah, I think that's actually such a good idea. I think I had a friend over the summer, and we did that a lot, like, asked each other deep questions. Um, I think that's because we weren't, like, close to be uh, close to begin with at the beginning of quarantine. But ever since then, I've kind of, like, put off a DMC until we're in person. And I have done one or two in person since then. But I think that's a great idea to just write down questions and say, let's get into it. So I think I'll definitely start doing that. To be honest, most of the questions I found on TikTok, not going to lie, we're really open about TikTok on my podcast. (laughs) It's a great, a great resource sometimes. It is, honestly. (laughs) So many activities. (laughs) So many. All my baking stuff I find on TikTok. Of course. <laughs> hey Maya, thank you. I hope thank you had for fun. I can't believe this is like our first call since camp, which it's is crazy. like crazy. It's maybe not since the last time we were at camp. Um, we need to like just FaceTime more. <laughs> it's yes, 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 yes. We need to take the tips that we were talking about. <laughs> yes, for ourselves, <laughs> for this relationship. <laughs> yes. Okay. I hope everybody listening had a great time. I love you all. And just remember, when life gives you lemons, you go make some lemonade. Love you. <laughs> <laughs>